This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Crouchfest, are you ready? This is going to be one of the best experiences of my life. Blowing your mind numbers-wise. Who is the most fast in the England squad? Oh, that's a tough one, Mr. Islam. I think Ronaldo's got a little bit messy. I'm not going to stand here and say Fascio Capello's the clock. How is this a podcast? Crouchy, crouchy. Hello and welcome to that Peter Crouch podcast. I've got Statman Dave and Chris Stott with me as usual, but we are not in the pub. We're not. Dave, how are you feeling? little nervous. It's bigger than I thought. It's blowing your mind numbers-wise. It is, and that's the kind of thing, everything I look at, and there's spreadsheets, there's graphs, there's everything, and this is just too big. So this is it. We're at Wembley Arena <laughs> for Crouch Fest 2, is that what we're calling it? It's the sequel, though. Yeah. When I played football, it was like, you knew what you were doing, um, and, and here, we quite clearly don't. Yeah, I feel exactly <laughs> the same, mate. It's just the scale of it. And you, you do, you walk out, and it's so quiet at the moment and everything's been set up and there's loads of people working on it, but it's all empty seats in there. It's um, it's insane to think that in a few hours' time, it's going to be full. I've been looking on social media as well. We're getting so many messages from people that are currently on their way to Crouchfest, um, enjoying a loat on the train. Are you worried that, uh, about that? Um, I mean, I got my first loat message um, was half seven this morning. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe, maybe actually, rather than thinking that anyone's doing anything wrong here, maybe we're in the wrong. Yeah, I maybe mean, we're in a... I, I saw champagne at my breakfast. I woke up this morning, went to the, get some breakfast at the hotel bar, bottle of champagne. I could have got stuck in. How is this for you, Dave? I think like last week, I think I was feeling a little bit like nervous and maybe stressed about oh, what we're going to do. And I kind of just thought about it, like, this is amazing. This is going to be one of the best experiences of my life. Like, I just want to go out there and remember it for, like, being an amazing time. So I kind of flipped the mentality and, look, you know, when we go on stage, there will be that fear. There'll be the fear there, right? Mm. But I'm treating it as, like, a bubble. Like, at the moment, we're just chilling, we're talking, we're we're chatting. There's no point in being worried about this situation. So I want to go on there. I want to go on there and I want to put in the best performance. And our job for you guys listening is to bring you here to Wembley Arena so you can experience Crouch Fest. You've almost got the better deal, I'm going to say, because <laughs> you've got the access all areas to this mm. through this podcast. You're going to hear from everything that's going on backstage, as well as obviously all the wonderful chaos that will be everything that happens. So look, right now, it's early on in the day, we're setting up. This could go any number of ways, couldn't it, Crouchy? But are you feeling confident? Uh, yeah, I'm confident. We pulled it off last time. It was one of the best nights of, of my life. I've got a lot of friends coming. So, you know, if everyone else has a bad time, at least I'll have up 30 people cheering. <laughs> <laughs> have you got any news on, on Glenn Johnson, Crouchy? Uh, not, not confirmed. Oof. That's because he's not your friend. <laughs> Let's get Jill on the podcast. I think everyone needs to meet Jill. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> now, let's, 
Let's be honest, none of this would have been possible without Jill. You're like, um, like a mother hen mixed with a headmistress. What else would you say? Um, well, I think like when we come up with the ideas, um, we'll say something like, we want to go and film in Regent's Park with Charlie Adam hitting Dave suspended in midair um, with a midgey's dick tied to him. Um, how, how do we make this stuff happen, Jill? And how does it become a show? Well, as long as no midgey's dicks were actually harmed <laughs> and the midgey was cons- gave consent... Yeah, consent. I think, you know, consent is everything, isn't it? I think so. I think so. it's important. I think it's important, but it's not as important to me as it is to you. See, that's been fascinating in this process, is that um, risk assessments, consents, that kind of thing. My opinion is we have a good idea. We then attach Statman Dave to a bungee and it happens. <laughs> Where you've been amazing, Jill, is you've come in and gone, yes, but how can we do this in a safe way? Mm. I think since you've joined this podcast for this event, you've learned all sorts of new phrases and all sorts of, all sorts of I just things. want to say for the record, I never thought my name, a midge's dick, would ever be... <laughs> this is a career low for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to put that on record. And to any Carls that might be turning up, what do we say to them? We welcome them with open arms. <laughs> we try and com- convert the Carls. Elias. Uh, yeah. Jill, no, I have to say, in all seriousness, no, thanks so much for um, all your help on this. It literally wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to put this together without you. So um, I've had much, great fun. really appreciate it. So you hear Jill bossing us about today. I think it's quite fair. I felt a lot safer knowing that Jill had my back with Charlie Adam kicking footballs at me at velocity. Uh, I knew the safety was there. There was a few times where the ball connected with a few different areas. A little bit of a wobble, but I remembered in my mind, Jill is here to save me. Well, Jill, Jill, no, she wasn't there to save you. She was there to make sure that we weren't liable. There's a big difference. (laughs) I I did call him afterwards to make sure that he was, you were okay, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. To make sure you weren't hurt. No, a few bruises here and there. Um, but nothing, you know, nothing bad. My face is fine. My testicles are all right. So, you know, I think it was a, a thumbs up from me. Good. And and so that's going to be kind of your role throughout the day, isn't Absolutely. it, Jill? You'll be there to check on Dave and his balls and everything <laughs> yeah. and, and just check Where everyone's... Where there's blame, there's a claim. <laughs> check everything's okay. And that's going to be the great thing about this podcast is you're going to get a real insight. You're going to hear how all of this is put together as well as experience the very best of the event that's going to be on later today. Joe, any team talk that you want to give to us? Sort of peppers up? Know your roles and responsibilities. Don't interfere when you're not needed. We all know what we're doing. We're all moving in the same direction. Do as you're told. Do as I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Look who we've bumped into now. This is where it starts to get real for me. So these boys were here at the last Crouch Fest that we did, the mm. first, the original Crouch Fest. They were our house band and they were unbelievable. So we had to get them back again. Yes, boys. Hello, how are you? <laughs> you good, mate? I love that you boys are doing this. And obviously, if you're a loyal listener to this podcast, you'll know the lads as, as white Eskimo. Right. However, what I, what I wanted to put to you guys is the idea that actually we just totally rebrand you as the podcast house band. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we call you like the bunch of Carls or something. But something like, do you know what I mean? Like something... The yeah. chicken storers. Yeah, the chicken... <laughs> Absolutely. Mm. I'm down for that. Yeah, they pick a name. We'll, we'll run with it. <laughs> they're, they're keen on that, Crouch. Yeah, keen on that, yeah. <laughs> you guys have been amazing and, and typical Crouch Fest 
fashion. You, I think you only got the call up about a week ago. Super excited to like show you what we've got going on. To be honest with you, I think you're going to really, really, really love it. Yeah, we think you're the best. And yeah, if anyone's got any ideas for the band name, whether they go with it or not, might be another. <laughs> yeah. like, I think it'd be you know, feel free to pile in, and maybe this could be this could be our our band. You know, and we yeah. can just back you all the way. Please. So it's going to be a, a mad moment today. If you're listening to this podcast. Um, right now, no one at Wembley knows that one of the moments the boys are going to be doing is a performance of World in Motion, um, where Peter Crouch and David James are going to be doing the the rap. Part you are. Apparently yeah, so. Ollie Mers is going to be singing. He's going to come out and Fantastic. sing the verse and stuff like that. Have Brilliant. you ever performed with him before? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> and they've never performed with me before. <laughs> Oh, no, we have. We have. Oh, you have, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not with David James, then, man. No. no. Right, boys, I have to say, thanks so much for coming down today and being part of the podcast, being part of this event. Um, let's hope it goes well. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> nice to see you again, boys. Cheers. Right, should we see who else we can find? Oh, can you hear the sound checking going on? It's all, it's all getting sounds, quite loud. It sounds epic up there. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be a bit of noise throughout this podcast, random noises, just go with it. We've always said the most important part of this podcast is the listeners. It's the reason we get to perform on a stage here like Wembley Arena. Crouchy, can you describe what's in front of you? What I can see at the moment is a pink seahorse <laughs> and what looks like an orange half pig. <laughs> oh, half. What, what are you? Oh, I'm going to say seahorse. <laughs> part-time, part-time unicorn. You've got spots. There are some spots. Yeah. Not sure Actually, why. look at his little eyes. Sure. The eyes really are on the side there, It's a creature of some sort. Some, yeah. some sort of creature. How did this all come about, Chris? So these boys, when we first announced Crouchfest, they slid into my DMs and I got a very drunken... I've had a few of these, by the way. Yeah, it's a weird one. So our mate's 21st birthday and um, so it's kind of just in my head at the time. We're like, oh, you know what? We'll just... Send Sarky yeah. a voice note. So we're like, yeah, ping it his way. And obviously we've nibbled at this and, um, and got you guys in. But anyway, look, we're pleased we could look after you. Yeah. What do you know about this event? Because we've kept it all pretty much a secret, haven't we, Crouch? Yeah, it's, it's nice to hear from, obviously, your perspective. Like, what were you, what were you expecting this evening? Because we haven't I, told you. Like, a lot of my mates have said, like, what actually is Crouchfest? And I've said, boys, to be honest, I've got no idea. Like, I don't know what's going to be going on. It's the hardest bit about it. No clue. Explain to people what we're doing. Yeah. Like, come down to London, absolutely no idea what we're doing. <laughs> Not a clue. Yeah. Um, which is so, yeah, it's just a piss up, really. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're, you're going to have a great time. I think you're going to really enjoy it. I love that sort of mentality as well. There's a few uh, social media things I've seen, Crouch, like messages that we've got from people who are dragging other halves along. So they might be into the pod. And they're bringing people along who really aren't into it at all. And how confusing is it going to be when they walk in, they see people dressed as seahorses, mm. all the pubs round here, they're all in fancy dress. Like it's... I've seen, I've just had a little wander outside and I saw a couple of nuns, a uh, pancake. And, um, <laughs> and of course, we've got two seahorses now. So if you don't understand the podcast and you're sitting here at Wembley Arena, you will have a quite a surreal experience, I think. Well, I'm pleased we could get you guys here. And, and what's the lesson for everyone listening? Don't be afraid of shooting your shot, yeah, really. Exactly. <laughs> you never know where it can get you. you never know where it can get you. <laughs> Great advice. Yeah. I feel we're a strong team, lads, but we need strong leadership. We need someone that understands Wembley through and through. No offence, Crouchy. You're good. But we needed someone else. We've brought in David James. How are you? Yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm going to be the landlord, aren't I? 
Yeah, and he's obviously he's handling uh, various um, amounts of load. And I thought, who's got the safest hands in the business? Mm. David James, um, commanding presence. Anyone gets rowdy, he'll sort them out. He can look after the beverages. Um, and also, one of England's finest. Exactly. Uh, we're at the home of football, Wembley. Who better than David James? I mean, it's great you're here, but... As you know, with Crouchfest, a lot of random stuff happens. And you've just been willing to sign up for this. We asked for a landlord. You were like, yep, yeah, I'll do it. But what are you expecting? Well, first of all, I'm staying close to the venue because I expect to have a couple of tequilas on top of the ones I've already had. Go on. Um, uh, and judging by the music, it's going to be lively. So you've got here a bit later... Um, <laughs> That we've been in here all day and we're hearing reports, we're seeing a lot of pictures on social media of people turning up in fancy dress, but we've not seen outside. Is it starting to get a bit lively? You better be prepared. We did interview a pair of seahorses earlier um, that seemed bang up for it. I've seen a few nuns and chickens and a, and a few referees and goalkeepers. Yeah. Seems to be the common theme this year. Yeah, and we've gone in on goalkeepers on this podcast. As you know, David, Peter's almost against them. Um <laughs> In every way, really. No, not at all. You know, J-Mo's a lot bigger than me, so I won't say it uh, in front of him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So J-Mo obviously went on the podcast this series and uh, you drew us an amazing picture. We obviously left it in the pub, hanging on the wall. We thought everyone would be considerate and it got stolen the day after. Mm. Um, How do you feel feel about that? Devoed. Um, Um, I'm hoping that... Well, I'm sure... Whoever stole it will be here at Crouch Fest. We can find them out and mm. throw them out the back and beat the shit out of them. <laughs> Great. That's, that's low. <laughs> Boys, two minutes till you're on. Get moving now. We're about to come on, son. Here we go, here we go. Stars, Watford Football Club, and barbecues. He puts his shin pads on before anything else after getting out of the shower. Hello, hello, it's Chris Stark! Here comes Chris, walking like a man who knows this is his show, his stage, his crowd to wrap around his finger and charm with his eternally young good looks and raise a sharp banter. He's cool, he's calm. He is every inch the MC, MC man in control, the man with the questions for others to answer. He is a bit full of himself, to be honest. Crouchfest, are you up for this tonight? Come on, lads, should we bring out the next guy? And now, making his debut at Crouchfest, a man who loves a digital two. He looks like Timo Werner, but tonight he won't lose the ball every time it comes to him. He's here for every single one of you that gets sexually aroused by post-match analysis, fantasy football and XG. Check his hard drive. Remember the name. It's Statman Day! And for a man who does get horny at the thought of visits to the VAR monitor, this song choice was, well, unexpected. How are you feeling? Mate, this is amazing. Look at all these people, but Chris, it's not about me, it's not about you. Let's bring on the big man. Here we go. 
It's time for the big one. The very big one. It's ten years since this man last graced Wembley, and since then he's been focusing all of his time, attention, rich experience and competitive spirit on swimming galas in High Wycombe. He loves a bit of red ass. He's shit scared of Erling Haaland. Eggy Buff, the first person to sit down. Wembley, be on your feet. Can he score? He always scores. That Peter Crouch. So the big man walks out onto the stage. He's uh, beating his chest with pride. Either that or he's doing CPR on himself. We'll soon find out. We know he's pumped. We've seen the results of his drugs test. More steroids than a Russian relay team. Boy's still growing. He's going to need a ladder before too long. Just listen to the crowd. And if you are on a train, in the office, or driving to work, well, welcome along. Crouchfest 2 is about to kick off. Over to the boys. What crouching! Crouchfest, hello! Well, here we are then. We've not done this for a long time. We've only done one Crouchfest before. This is the second, the sequel. You guys up for this? My gosh, when was the last time you were at Wembley? France. Uh, I scored and I never played for England again. It was the, it was the only time. And this is, you know, surreal. Like, the amount of people here. Um, it's taking my breath away, really. We're going to have such a laugh tonight. Um, <laughs> We wanted a landlord for the occasion, you know? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, our landlord for the evening is Mr. David James. <laughs> David, we're doing a Messi versus Ronaldo debate throughout this whole podcast series. Who would you go for? Well, uh, who? Who's oh, your... Um, who's you go for, Jamo? Right, first Messi all, or Ronaldo? First of all, can I say uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen? I think... What I think, camp are you in? I think Ronaldo's got a little bit messy <laughs> lately. Good answer. We should say that you guys have put so much trust in us on this night because you guys have bought tickets. We haven't really said anything about the lineup. Um, it's going to be varied, but it's going to be fucking quality. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, um, I know you've put a lot of trust in us. You know, we're, we're at Wembley Arena and you've bought tickets and you have no fucking idea <laughs> what is going to happen. Um, but I can promise you, as you can see, we've got lots going on. Yeah. And, um, we've got lots going on. We need to get into it. We do. And um, it's not just going to be here tonight that we're going to be enjoying it. We're going to cross over to Ealing, uh, to our curry house, the Samrat. What, what is, Crouchy, what is the Samrat? Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Samrat, I'm pretty sure by the cheer people know, it's my local Indian restaurant. And um, no Indian restaurant, no Indian restaurant has ever been more promoted, <laughs> ever. Prince William has uh, delivered a, a, a takeaway. Um, mm. You know, we've, we've, we've talked about it absolutely everywhere. And still, my mum and dad don't get a free coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't been, we want to take you there tonight. Uh, throughout the evening, we're going to be crossing over to the Samrat, uh, where they're going to have some very special guests and sort of having their own party tonight. Mr. Islam. Hello, Emily. I am Mr. Islam, owner of Samrat. 
I am having my own party tonight with lots of special guests. I am going to make some fresh papadoms for my PIPs, so I will be back stronger soon. Fabulous. So as you can see, he's there as well. He's absolutely buzzing for it tonight, Wembley. He's really excited. He's very excited about tonight. Also, with this podcast, as you know, a huge amount of what we talk about comes from you guys. It's your input, it's your emails, it's your messages, it's your questions, everything. So um, what we want to do tonight is we want to get some questions from you guys out in the audience. And I believe that we can cross over to Lloyd, who is somewhere here at Wembley Arena. Over to you, Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, uh, hello. Good evening. Good evening, Wembley. Lads, we nearly got kicked out by that bloke over there. He looks like he lives on a narrowboat. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, it is lovely to be here. I'm in full kit. This, uh, these shorts aren't doing anything for my tiny little penis. Um, there it is. Like an acorn and a chestnut, isn't it? <laughs> um, I'm here with Sam, okay? And Sam has got a question for the pod. Sam, take it away. Crouchy, it's been 10 years since you last appeared at Wembley and Fabio Capello dumped you. Was he a bit of a cock? Good um, question. Was Fabio Capello a bit of a cock? Yeah, I mean, listen, like, I'm not going to stand here and say Fabio Capello's a cock. Um, <laughs> He's got an incredible track record with Milan, Madrid. You know, I think he did struggle with England. Um, and he did decide that I wasn't good enough for England at the time. But you know what, can I just say? A 17-year-old Peter Crouch, if you told me I'd play for England one time, I'd have bit your hand off. You know, so, so to play, you know, 42 times and to play a couple of World Cups... Um, I see it today as totally blessed, you know, I really do. And, um, the best thing you can do as a, as a footballer. I think we should dig down on what a 17-year-old crowd you would have made of this night tonight. Like... Well, I'll tell you what, there's a few people in the audience tonight that were on that journey with me when I was 17. And I used to pick them, pick them up in a, in a mint green polo. And the wheels cost more than the actual car. And then I, I had a sound system in it. And I used to drive from Ealing to uh, White Hart Lane and we'd get the bus down or we'd, or we'd, drive, to, um, we'd drive to Chigwell and I'd train at Spurs Lodge. And, uh, you know, in that car, we, we had a, a little cassette that we used to play. And all, it was basically all the garage anthems that we used to, we used to love. And uh, it was one of the, honestly, the best times of, of my life. And... You know, if we could play that again, that would be, be something yeah, special. that's cool. So you'd be driving around, mint green polo, old school garage acts. You would be emceeing, I assume. It was what, honestly, like, as a young player, there's nothing better than like, that time where you're just, like, with the lads and you're just enjoying what you do. You're, you're full time for the first time. You're 16 years old and you're doing what you loved every single day of your life. So some of those times are the best of my life. I mean, I think Crouchfest would love to hear you MC. Is that where this is going? <laughs> How about we go back to the times of 17-year-old Crouchy, mint green polo, garage music. Will you MC? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Run the track! <laughs> Ta-na-na, 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 ta-na-na. 
Tanali, 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 Talented Boy Tanali, 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 Talented Boy Let's go. Let's I go. Here we go. Let's go. Somebody make some noise in here. We need to be We can make it true So while this specially invited crowd of celebrity friends of the pod are enjoying this incredible show inside the arena. Don't think I've forgotten about you, the podcast listeners. You're the most important ones. You are the cockroaches in our Bush Tucker trial. No, really, I mean that. Without you guys, this just doesn't happen. The lads wouldn't be making money and I wouldn't be getting paid. And, and we appreciate that. So let's take you somewhere that nobody here at Wembley gets to go. Let's invite you to join us backstage to find out what really happens at a show like this. Right, so we've got Joel with us here, lads. Um, the creator of the Mike Dean song. Joel, where did it all come from? I don't know. He's just he's such an iconic, uh, infamous character mm. through football for the last 15 years, whatever it's been. And yeah, I just felt like he almost deserved a song. Since you got involved in the podcast by sending a song, and obviously got such a warm reaction from the audience and, and all of our listeners, you've kind of got this this audience of pod listeners, which, you know, we're all part of, they're, they're almost your fans now and 100%. sort of propelling you forward. Yeah, and that's so. why then when you make the Mike Dean song, it, you're really playing to the crowd, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, and there'll be more to come. I know it because, you know, there's, that, I've seen how, like, over the last, you know, since I did that first song for you, um, the majority of my new sort of fans and followers are football fans. It's easy to forget how this all started. And it was in lockdown when you first sent us your music. And we were a bit drunk and emotional ourselves and one podcast recording. And you made this song all about the podcast. And it was so sweet and it seemed to really resonate with people listening. And it just summed up that time that I feel like it's been our duty, hasn't it, Crouchy, to try and help Joel... Mm. The same way you sent music in for us, we've wanted to give you these crazy experiences and they've been crazy so far. I mean, it's been mad. I can't What's I been can't the maddest moment? Prince William? <laughs> Prince, Prince William's pretty nuts, isn't it? Explain I, that. It was funny. When I wrote that first song and you've played it for the first time, which obviously can't thank you guys enough, my mate, when it got played, we were like, God, I wonder if they'll ever get you to play Crouchfest. That was like our thing. And then no, obviously right. that season, it wasn't possible because of COVID. But you guys were like, don't worry, we've got something lined up. And then, you know, I got, got a text through saying, have you heard the pod? Mm. And it's there, Prince William listening through. How are you feeling about playing at Wembley Arena? Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to feel. Like, it's obviously nerves, obviously excitement. Um, yeah, I have no idea how it's going to feel on stage, but I'm, I'm just so excited. I was thinking about the FA. You know, referees don't really get a, you know, they get hammered by a lot of people. Have the FA reached out at all and you could write some other songs about other referees? No. A bit emotive? I, well, that would be great. I, I haven't yet, but I have been, me and Mike <laughs> chat quite a bit. <laughs> do, do you speak to Mike now? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so. <laughs> that's, that's what I love about, I love it so much what this podcast has made. Like, I do yeah, love it. He put up an Instagram story yesterday of him on the flight to Qatar. And I was like, oh, I've gutted. I, I was like, I messaged him back. I was like, mate, I thought you were going to be there. 
Um, no, he wanted me to. He wanted me to. I couldn't do it in the end, but he wanted me to go out to his uh, his retirement party. Really? Yeah, yeah. And, and what to perform it. the Mike Dean song? Apparently, apparently they love it. Like, like apparently, apparently he plays it when he's at home Does in the kitchen. Like, amazing. It's a great song. Let's be first and foremost. I, like, we wouldn't obviously, you know, our, lots of our listeners send us various bits and pieces in. We wouldn't let them play on stage unless they were talented, right? So I think. You know, you can hold your own up there without doubt because you've got an incredible voice, talented musician. Um, but why can't we get it out there? In the... Are you, dare I say it, firing the starting pistol on a campaign for Christmas number one? <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I really hope you have the time of your life when you perform. Obviously, we're going to be there with you. You've got an arena full of people that have already listened to the stuff that you've done. I think are going to be super supportive. And you're kind of the epitome of what this podcast is about, which is just taking these little silly things and just running with them and seeing where they go. And tonight you're going to perform a song about Mike Dean <laughs> in front of Wembley Arena. I can't thank you guys enough for everything. It's, it's, it's mad to be here. And um, yeah, really buzzing. Yeah, Great. Thanks for coming down, mate. Wow, these guys assembled just for you tonight. Garage Legends, MC Kai, Oxide Neutrino, Sweet Female Attitude, and Lisa Mafia. Give it up for them, Crowdfest. What a start. You guys having a good time? Shall we go back over to the Samrat? And this is going to be good. And see what's happening in Ealing. So... I'm hearing some amazing news that Mr. Islam's got a member of the current England World Cup squad. There he is, with Aaron Ramsdale. Uh, Mr. Islam, can you hear us? Thank you, Emily. I'm here with England and uh, Arsenal goalkeeper, Mr. Ram- Ramsdale. Are you enjoying my Papa Dumps? Oh, absolutely. Is England going to win the World Cup? Yeah. You not think? Definitely. Yeah. Who is the most parched in the England squad? Oh, that's a tough one, Mr. Islam. Uh, well, you know, Al Parcio is a big success at Arsenal, Martin Odegaard. England's a difficult one. Connor Cody. Yeah, he's a, he likes talking football, so Connor Cody could be um, Mr. Parched at England, yeah. Is it true that uh, goalkeepers aren't real footballers? Mr. Islam, this is Peter Crouch, this. It's so far off it, right? And Statman Dave. We're better footballers than actual footballers. We have to do two jobs. We have to play football and keep the ball out the back of the net. But yeah, I'd uh, I'd take Crouchy on any day of the week. Do you prefer uh, Mr. Southgate with or uh, without a waistcoat? With a waistcoat. Iconic. Southgate, you're the one. Messi or Ronaldo? Messi, I believe. Have you got a message for the Wembley crowd? I do. So, first of all, I'm very gutted I can't be there. I love the podcast, I love the lads, but I've got two of my friends in the crowd. So, Tom, you know where you are. He's on crutches, so someone kick him on the floor. And yeah, let's get pissed. Thanks, Mr. Islam. Is it coming home? These poppadoms are. Thank you, Mr. Ramsdale. Some interesting stuff there. Thank you, Mr. Islam. Let's give a way back to Wembley. Right, I think it's time for maybe another question. Lloyd, where are you? 
Hello, lads. I am in the thick of it here. Let me tell you what, we're, we're an hour or so in and it absolutely fucking stinks. <laughs> it's like Sam Allardyce, Sam Gooch on day four of Glastonbury. Fuck off, mate! How is this a podcast? I'm with George here and George has got a question. George, keep it simple. I've got beer in my eye. What's your question? Grouchy, oh when are you going to do the silly. robot? Oh. Grouchy, when are you doing the robot? Oh. 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 Hello. It's got to happen. It was, uh, that was 15 years ago. Did you no, ever no do... No one wants to see that. <laughs> did you ever do the robot at Wembley? Do you know what? I've never, ever done the robot at Wembley. Whoa! So we want to get Crouchy to do the robots. Crouchy, 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 Crouchy. Crouchy, we're oh, gonna... hold on, hold on. I need, I need some music. I need some music. Give me some music, please. Here it comes. I think you know this one. This podcast is essentially an access all areas pass, taking you into the bowels of Wembley. Let's find out what the boys, and indeed their bowels, are up to now. Right, boys, I don't know if you know this, but I brought along a special guest uh, with me today. I've been working, me and Paul, me and Paul Potts have been working together on a special Christmas album. And obviously, we only met a couple of weeks ago with the yeah. album and stuff. And, you know, that was a bit of fun. But obviously, your day job is obviously, you know, professional classical singer. And I saw you do Nest and Dorman. I remember Italia 90 was such a special World Cup and that being performed. And I've seen you do it and it is spine tingling. So you're going to perform that for us this evening. Is that right? Really? <laughs> Don't tell me you're not. Crouchy, you're going to have to do it now. Oh my God, no one wants to hear me do it. No, I mean, is that, I'm messing with you. Is that, a good, is that a song that you do when you're on tour? I, I, I do Ness and Dormrum uh, probably virtually every show that I do. So, oh, really? Okay. So I've probably done it about 13 or 1400 times. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> so we've done this Crouch Fest twice. Mm. So we're in, uh, you're in good company. Don't worry, we'll look after you. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of beer in the green room if I get depressed. <laughs> you know, the album we've got out's done done really well and you know, obviously for charity, um and hopefully that'll help. Mm. You know, Stone Stonewall's the charity that we've chosen to for all the proceeds to go to it. It seems to be I, I looked before and it was above Andrea Bocelli in the in the number two spot on the classical charts, so we're doing all right. It's the combination, okay, that, yeah. the combination that no one knew that they needed. <laughs> so if you want to check it out, it's in the the link in the description of this podcast as well, Crouchy. So if anyone wants to listen to it, give it a give it a go. Mm. Definitely worth it. And what are you working on, Paul? In a minute. Um, well, I, I fly to Denmark next week. I'm doing a three week Christmas tour there, and then. Uh, then back home for Christmas. Mm. And you've been so busy, obviously, since winning's. Britain's got talent. I didn't think I'd get an audition, let alone be doing the things that I've done. So I feel extremely fortunate to be able to do what I love to do. Who's, who's on the tequila? Uh, that's David James. <laughs> uh, he's just opened a new bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Top man, good luck tonight. Thank you. 
This is where Peter Crouch usually comes into his own against tiring defences. So, Wembley, please be upstanding, make some noise, and welcome everyone back to the stage. Please, please, something special is about to happen. While me a mister wake you I was, I was riding on the back of Paul Potts' coattails there, <laughs> <laughs> pretending it was me. Crouchfest, you having a good time so far? Good. Good. That's the most important thing. And I'm so pleased that we can all be here tonight. And uh, this second half is going to be fucking awesome, frankly. So, shall we go back to the Samra? How's he doing? What better place to go from Nesson Dorma? To Mr. Islam. Do you know, I was looking on TripAdvisor the other day, because I was just intrigued, and the reviews are hilarious, because loads of you guys go to the Samrat. By the way, he couldn't give less of a shit about this podcast, and we love him for that. <laughs> Genuinely. He doesn't even, even when we're doing little bits and pieces in the restaurant, he won't even turn the phone off for the takeaways. <laughs> no interest. I was looking on TripAdvisor, and they described it as the Fernando Torres of curry houses. There was one review. That was a good one. So make sure you review the Samra. Oh, David James, you legend. Do you know what you also... Oh, J-Mo, fantastic. Can we give it up for the barman, David James? J-Mo. So, shall we cross over to Mr. Islam again? And this is exciting because I believe he's joined not just by one, but by two guests tonight. Hello, Mr. Islam. Hello again, Wembley. Welcome back to the Samrat and me, Mr. Islam. Hello, Mr. Islam. How are you? Hello, Mr. Islam. How are you? Fine, thank you. Good. This time I am joined by Mr. Cole and Mr. Cole. Yes, you are. Mr. Ramsdale enjoyed my papadams. What do you think? Ah, oh, top draw. Yeah, they're very nice. Nice and salty. Yeah, good. Good um, measurement of salt in there. Who is the greatest footballer with the surname Cole? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. We've you've got the Godfather, Andy. Is the, yeah. Was he original Cole? Is there a Cole before that? No, not that I can remember. No. Go on, Mr. Islam, what's next? What, what, what have we got? <laughs> what, is, what is better, being tall like Peter Crouch or small like Joe Cole? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Did you eat a small like Joe Cole? <laughs> That's a stinking lip. That's a side rib dig. Shots fired from Crowdtree, by the way. Did either of you enjoying a game of uh, Red Ars when you were playing? <laughs> Red Ars. You know, like... What's that? Do you know the game where if you, like, was doing a two-touch game and you lost and whoever lost had to go and 
get their ass out, and then everyone would oh, no, smoke no, the no, balls no, back saw, it. No, that, that, was before, that was before my time, geez. Like, we did, I remember doing the flicks at Chelsea. Flicks, we used to do flicks, so we didn't do <laughs> red ass. <laughs> but I remember from the flicks at Chelsea, if you mm. lost, you remember Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's flick? Oh, man, he had the thickest fingers. Sausage fingers. Oh, my gosh. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. His fingers were like, like, that wide. It was like a jab, weren't it? When yeah. he, when he, so if you drop the ball... Might as well punch your face. Yeah. Jimmy. Jimmy Floyd. But that's, a, we used to do flick, not red us. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Cole and uh, Mr. Cole, for entertaining us. I hope you will be back at uh, the Sombrat very soon. Thank you, Mr. Islam. Without doubt, Mr. Islam. Thank you very much. Let's give another wave to the Wembley crowd at uh, Cloudfest. <laughs> That's my favourite bit. I could watch an hour of just him waving. <laughs> okay, good. Great. Do you know what I'd like to see? You know when Ronaldo does another interview? Yes! Instead of Piers Morgan, it's Mr. Mr. Islam. <laughs> Actually, you love those boys, right? Are there any stories that come to mind? Or like, I know they've, they both love the podcast. Joe and Carlton are two of the best humans you'll ever meet in your life, let alone footballers. Like, great lads. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Right. I think it's time for maybe another question. Lloyd, where are you? Please don't harass Lloyd. Hello, yes, I'm in the crowd, which is basically like a mix of darts and Fathers for Justice. Look at that bloke. Absolute animal. Look at you. Um, but I'm here with Brady Hampton, who has the most American name ever. But actually, you're English, aren't you? Are you English, Brady? I am English. Then change your name, pal. Okay, so Brady, you've got a... Oh, a woman's grinding me. That is sexual assault. Brady, you've got a question for Peter Crouch. What is your question, Brady? The big question is... Crouchy, what is the deal with Charlie Adam and the midges cock? <laughs> two questions, both with a cock in. Yeah, so far yeah, tonight. yeah. I've had two questions with a cock in it. I, uh, I didn't expect anything less. Um, the thing with Charlie was uh, Paul Lambert was our manager at Stoke. And Charlie Adam, I promise you now, I've played with some amazing players. Charlie Adam has got one of the best left foots you will ever see in your life. It was incredible. And Paul Lambert's quote was... In the changing room, give the ball to Charlie because he could hit a midge's dick from 30 yards. And we need, we need to clear up a couple of things here. People mishear the word midge. It's a midge like a fly. Oh, yeah, um, fly some fly. people have been getting banned on Twitter for suggesting that we're going to do something else tonight. It's a midge as in a fly. As in a fly. I do love the stewards are fully out now. Wow. It's Crouch Fest. Um, um, can yeah. you talk to me about how he got the name Parched? He's the original Parched. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm wearing the... Uh, parched um, hoodie tonight uh, yeah he was around the manager quite a lot and uh, it was pre-season it was really really hot and uh, we were all going for, everyone, we were sent for drinks and we were all rehydrating everyone was hydrating and Charlie instead of hydrating would speak to the manager he was a new manager and I think he was trying to get in the team he was trying to you know get on side and 
we said, fuck's sake, that fella's not had a drink <laughs> for two hours, and it's searing heat. So we got the nickname Parched. And I have to say, Parched is a friend of the pod, absolute legend. He's a great guy, Charlie. And uh, we took him down to Regent's Park, believe he's, it or not. He's meant to be here tonight. But he was supposed to be here, but he's, he's not well. And, and that's what happens, kids. Kids, if you don't hydrate properly, yeah. you end up getting ill. Don't be parched. You miss Crouchfest. Um, so he's not here tonight, but we love Charlie, and he's, he's a friend of the pod. Uh, so we took him down. He took time out of his day to come down, and we strung Dave up <laughs> so good. as if he was a midge. We had a fancy dress costume on him. Um, we strung him up in midair, and we got Charlie, Ad- we got Charlie Adam to just ping, ping balls at him. So, Wembley, do you want to watch this VT right now? Wow, I only wish you could see this. That man, Dave, is dressed as a fly, suspended in a large harness, and for reasons which remain unclear at this point, he's sporting a large, fleshy 12-inch dildo between his legs. If you want to see this action unfold, and it is parental advisory, we are filming this, so head to that Peter Crouch podcast YouTube channel. OnlyFans has got nothing on this, and now this footage, this content, this British broadcast history is there for Dave to pass down through the Statman generations for his children, grandchildren and great-grandchildren to be embarrassed about forevermore. What a guy. Charlie Adams, everyone, like what, what, what a guy! He really can't you. hit a midget's dick. No, mate, I told you his left foot was good, but we we went down there. And genuinely, it was he was so close every single time, wasn't he? And then that final one from the long distance where the, the flapping happened. Oh, so good! It was one of the one of the best moments. The third one had an impact where it really did flap around, like it just sort of. Just like, uh, yeah. it was great. It was wonderful to see. Dave, how did you feel? It was uh, a weird day. I <laughs> kind of got the train down from, from Manchester to London, walked into Regent's Park, and there were you, Chris, with a dildo. You walked over, you slapped me in the face. I then got half naked. You then sort of looked toned. And then I got hiked up for about seven metres, and the dildo was strapped to me. A really weird, weird afternoon. But thankfully... No one was hurt in the making of it. Dave's got a couple of bruises, but no no one cares. But, um, okay, Um, we just want to take a moment right now to say thank you to everyone that supports this podcast. And we are blown away by how many people are here tonight. I have to to second that as well, because we sit in, like, a dingy pub, and I love the pub we we, we record the podcast, and I really do. And, like, we sit there, but it's just us three, and we have a few beers, and, like... It's only when we do events like this that we realise how many people it's that insane. are actually listening. It's insane. And I can't thank you enough for that. It's, so. it's insane. <laughs> so this was such a special thing. During, during lockdown, Joel sent in a song and we encouraged people to send in songs and they could become kind of like the theme tunes to the pod. And Joel sent in a song. And the crazy thing is, we were so drunk one night and we heard it and we loved it. And then we ended up playing this, the Prince William... You met Ed Sheeran recently and had him on the podcast and you played it to him. We feel like, as a podcast, we really want to support this guy because he's a listener to the podcast and we're at fucking Wembley Arena tonight. Please give the warmest welcome to Joel Stewart tonight.
Here we go. It's Mike D. Mike D. The funniest. <laughs> joke. It's Mike D. Mike D. The chicken killing machine. It's Mike D. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you. So, guys, we should say thank you so much for being here tonight. Thank you so much for allowing us to do something ridiculous like this. Who's ready for the headliner? Let's go. You ready? We're ready. Crouchy, introduce them. Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite band, the best band around for me, Kasabian! That was one of the uh, best evenings of my life. I genuinely, like, I played football, I did amazing things, but like, Crouchless One was incredible, but like that, there was so many amazing moments. Paul Potts, Ness and Dorma, Joel's uh, rendition of Mike Dean, Kasabian at the end there, Ollie Murs doing my favourite song, the house band was electric, and J-Mo, I have to say, stole the show. Man mm, of the man. Absolutely. How the fuck have I got this hat on? Where did this fucking hat come I think, from? I think what you've embodied tonight, David James, in legend, is exactly what Crouchfest is all about. And you've soaked it in like a sponge. And as we ring you out now to kind of debrief on Crouchfest, I realise we've kind of changed you today. Chris, I've never been sponged off. <laughs> what a fucking night. <laughs> Sabian at the end. Oh my god! I mean, that, that for me that was the best bit. It was insane, and and I'll have to just thank a couple of people. Like I think Jill was incredible. Jill, massive. Mike as well, but George putting together what he's put together. Yeah, big shout out to George. What up, George? He doesn't get mentioned much. We need to make rules because George edits this podcast, produces this podcast. He's a genius. But here's the thing with George: he'll take himself out of this. So right now, I want to say one rule. Okay. You got to promise this goes in. You got to promise it goes in. Okay. Because the podcast is a team effort. But George, explain how it means to you as someone that works hours and hours and days and days on this podcast. I think the great thing about it is the fact that I'm now sat on David James's lap and he's tickling my abs going, "Do you work out, George? Yeah. Do you I'm work out?" And trying to lick your ear. <laughs> yeah. The main thing is is that we have a really kind of loyal audience and we really know how to make it a night for them as much as us. Exactly. And that's the reason that we, we, we love George so much is the fact that he lets us... He obviously gives us a structure. We never stick to it. <laughs> <laughs> but he lets Crazy. us do that. And then he puts it all together and he makes it what it is, you know? And I, I, I've got to thank George for, uh, for being the person he is and the, the producer he is. We've done two Crouchfest, right? Are we going to go again one day? Ooh, that's, a big, that's, a big, that's a big question. The third. There was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into this one. I mean, Lisa Mafia is a hard person to track down. We were worried about. We couldn't get hold of her, and then luckily, a flight landed. You know, I'm on them plane uh, trackers. Yeah, you love the plane. Apps, app, I love yeah. them. I was like, don't worry, boys. I'm tracking her flight. Trapped her in, and then she texts George. Mm. Lads, you know what Carl would do right now? 
Carl will be like, two, done, amazing. We're not Carl's. So we've got to be back stronger. Carl, we've got to chumba wumba it. Can we possibly chumba wumba well, David James, though? can we chumba wumba? You can edit this. Carl's a It's been an emotional night, best night of our lives. Clive, I think it's only right that we leave the last word to you. And that's it for another year. Another era comes to an end as the confetti and ticker tape lie on the Wembley Arena floor, the empty cans of louts are recycled and the litter of the Statman's FIFA coefficient calculations are swept away by the chill November winds. The crowds make their way out onto Wembley Way to try to get their fuzzy heads around how best to bunk off work to watch Qatar against Senegal on Friday morning. And so it falls on me to bring this podcast to a close. You know, every time I get involved in something with these boys, I go into counselling and promise myself this is the last time. And every time my love for them, their humour, their camaraderie, their crazy ideas, their cash in hand, no questions asked, brings me back. Just like you will all be back to listen to Peter, Chris and Dave twice a week throughout the World Cup. You would miss their World Cup specials like I Miss England commentaries if you didn't join them. Until then, and here comes the serious sign-off. Thank you. Thank you for joining the boys for Crouch Fest. It's you, the loyal podcast listeners that do make this all happen. There's nothing else quite like it. And we are just grateful there are people out there like you who are as mad as we are. I'm sounding a little parchy, aren't I? There's only one thing left to say. Chumbawamba, everybody. Chumbawamba. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said... What can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to a load of pricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Load of pricks, load of pricks.net.